What is up? Welcome back to the Pack Center Podcast, your one-stop shop for anything Nevada athletics, episode 161. I am your host, Matt Hannafin. I'm here with my co-host, Isaiah Bros. Um, it's been a little while since him and I have uh, recorded a podcast um, due to a myriad of things, but the last time him and I talked, let's just let's just rack it back. What was it? Early November? First week of November? Something like yeah, that? Yeah, first, second week. Nevada football was still in contention for a Mountain West title um, since they've lost a couple of unfortunate games to San Diego State and Air Force. They lost in triple overtime to Air Force by two points. They lost to San Diego State um, by two points, thus eliminating their chances um, for a Mountain West title. Nevada basketball, I think, did we did we recap the first game against Eastern, Eastern Washington? I, if not, Nevada basketball really hasn't, didn't, get into fruition yet to, into their season. Um, A.J. Brahma, a guy you and I were both excited for, was, was still um, a part of the men's basketball team. Um, Nevada women's basketball wasn't on a five-game win streak. Again, their season was just getting underway. And the thing that you and I are going to talk about today is Jay Norvell, Matt Mummy, and a flurry of other Nevada coaches for the football team were still with the Nevada Wolfpack. Um, so th- there's a lot that's happened since um, you and I have last talked, on air at least. We've talked plenty about this stuff off air, but on air, this was the last, this was a, a really a recap, a brief recap. More things have obviously happened in, uh, with other athletic teams, but um, those that's just the main stuff. Yeah, it's sad days in Wolfpack Town. So what you and I, are we're not going to focus on the other sports for this particular podcast. We'll get into that next week. But today, you and I are going to be talking about the Jay Norvell hire um, at Colorado State. Um, I mean, of course, we'll get into like Matt Mummy and uh, the other assistants who left um, with Norvell, um, either to other schools. Brian Ward's now at Wazoo. Um, I believe I don't think I don't know if that's become official yet, but like I think he's at like really at Wazoo as the defensive coordinator. Um, so let let's let's talk about that and what that could potentially mean for Nevada, what that means for Colorado State. Um, we're gonna just hammer everything, but first off, I'm gonna give you the floor. Give me your initial thoughts, reactions, feelings, anger, frustration, happiness. What 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 goes through your mind, or just here? I'll I'll just let you start. What what do you think and what do you what do you want to say first about Jay Norvell to Colorado State in a very shocking um, move when it surfaced on Monday? Yeah, it was shocking in the fact that where he went, I think you and I have talked about this. I thought it would be inevitable to some point that he'd leave. And I was kind of saying this to you off air, a couple other people off air. If there's any time, opportune time for Norvell to potentially leave, It'd be after this season. I mean, just with the talent we've had the last two years, trying to make the most of it, the future of the program isn't where it's going to be, where it is right now. That sounds weird, but isn't at its present state by any means. So it seemed like the opportune time for him to leave. And, you know, we've always, um, there's always been rumors. We've always kind of brought it up at points. Vanderbilt comes to mind. Um, for Norvell, a couple other Power 5 offers. Who knows if those were legitimate? Those were obviously rumors floating around. But 
I think the thing that surprises us most is the move within conference to Colorado State, um, a team we just destroyed by 42 points. But that's really neither here nor there because at the end of the day, I think this really is a look on what Nevada is as a program and our inability to really come to grips with some of our deficiencies as uh, through facilities, talent recruitment, and overall budgeting. I think that's really what it comes down to in so many facets. And, you know, this isn't a knock against Norvell whatsoever. I think he found the opportune time to better himself, especially financially, which is so well-deserved. There was, uh, you know, just the amount he was getting paid here at Nevada was... Was it dead last amongst Mountain West coaches? Um, well, I mean, it's kind of... it's. I think it was among the reported teams because, I mean, Hawaii and Air Force... I don't, they're not required to report their numbers. I mean, Air Force, because it's service academy. I'm not sure. Re- I'm not 100% sure what the reason why with Hawaii, but among the teams that we knew, among the 10 teams that we knew, um, yes, it was last. It was, for people who don't know, it was $625,000 per year plus incentives. And it's, it's kind of funny in that regard, too, because there's supposedly high school coaches from big prominent programs like IMG in Florida and stuff like that who make more than that. Just think about right. it. Then a Division One yeah. college football coach who's won, was it, two bowl games, uh, coming off two of the best years of his career. I mean, he, he went 33-26 and 26 with the program, and that included a 3-9 and nine year um, in 2017 when he inherited a team from – inherited, inherited uh, Polian's team, um, which – Again, wasn't that good. I mean, they went three and nine, but four straight bowl appearances. Yeah, two wins, um, or now four straight bowl appearances. Um, we don't know the results. So he's two and one in bowl games with Nevada, but we don't know the result for this upcoming bowl game, which will be on December twenty seventh against Western Michigan, which we also didn't announce. That was another big, like, big development just before this Norvell news. But yeah, Nevada is going to be in the Quick Lane Bowl in Detroit at Ford Field on December twenty seventh uh, at eight a.m. Pacific time. So uh, set your Set your alarms for that day if you haven't already. I mean, I know it's a couple weeks in advance, but yeah. All right, I, 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 and I digress. No, no. We've missed a lot. We've missed a yeah. lot. We've had an extended bye, to say the least. Yeah. Just things coming up. But yeah, this, this move is shocking just in my perspective. When I first saw the news, it was, okay. Like I said, I wasn't really surprised he left. It was just where. Because mm-hmm. you just don't see moves within conference, especially to one that at this point from a talent perspective now – this is obviously Norvell's hand in recruiting and what he's built at Nevada the past few years. Step down. And I think it's going to take time to build that back up at Colorado State, but it certainly helps when you have not only Norvell, but basically your entire offensive staff coming with you to at least build yeah. a culture and something to build <laughs> off of. So that's the thing that surprised me the most. And I think we'll obviously get into the fine details of the contract and, you know, what Norvell's perspective is on this. But ultimately, I think it's choosing what's best for him right now. And really, it just, big picture-wise, I just I think it says a lot about us in a program and not in a good way right now. No, this is a very embarrassing moment for the university, for the administration at hand. Um, the fact that... All right, let's 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 get this out of the way first. Um, this is... Un, we're going to gonna be... I mean, people have over the last, what is it, 48 hours? Just about? 48 hours? Roughly. Um, They have gone at the administration's throat. um, And I do think it's somewhat deserved. Um, But also we're, we're entering this time where this is just becoming unfair to Doug Knuth. 
um, because he's forced to make another uh, hire. He's trying to he's trying to pull a rabbit out of his hat once again. Um, I mean, okay, like, with Mark Fox to Georgia, okay. Trent Johnson, I think, to California, okay. Jay Johnson to Arizona baseball, okay. Eric Musselman um, to Arkansas for $2.5 million a year, okay. But Jay Norvell to Colorado State, like, how does that not sound just the biggest alarm ever um, when you're coached that beat a team 40 or 52 to 10 nine days before he was hired at that school then decides to go to that school what does that say about you i hope doug newth over these last 48 hours has looked in the mirror or just the entire administration at hand i hope he's looked at himself in the mirror or the administration as a whole has looked at themselves in the mirror because this is embarrassing. All right? Like you can't it yeah, it's it's unfair to him because he's yet to he's yet forced to make to make another splashy hire. All right? Like Norvell didn't have any coaching experience. He was forced to make that hire, it worked out awesome. Eric Musselman didn't have any head coaching experience at the collegiate level. That worked out tremendously. He was a master marketer, master recruiter. Um what was it? I think what four straight 20 win seasons? Yeah, four straight 20 win seasons. Um, a couple NCAA tournament births, like that's that worked. Um, but like you can't, we can't keep expecting Doug Newth to do this um, because it's becoming unfair to him. But at the same time, this this administration, there needs to be fundamental shift in how they care about the football program because the only two coaches who have ever made one million plus dollars at the university are Eric Musselman, who uh, made a million, and then now Steve Alford, who made who was making five hundred thousand over his first two years, but he had he's now making one approximately one point two million this year. I mean I think that's gonna be um I think there's gonna be like slight like percentage boost to that like as the years go on. But he signed that ten year. I think it was eleven point six million dollar uh contract. But it's like there needs to be a some fundamental shift because you can't you can't expect to win Mountain West titles. You can't expect to win championships. You can't expect to win ten plus games a season if you're only if you're spending near the bottom of the barrel in the conference for your football program, which makes the most revenue. It's the most important program for most or most important sport for most Division One programs. At least I think it is, because um, it gets you the most money with TV deals, boosters, and all that stuff. But like, there needs to be some shift. Um, I get it's a little bit hard because the attendance, as you and I have talked about in previous podcasts, hasn't been great. And like, that certainly helps with getting revenue and spending money is putting butts in the seats. But if you're not winning Mountain West titles, and if you're not having a successful program, you're not going to put butts in the seats. So there needs to be a little bit of like, we need to, like, I don't want to say penny pinch because I think that's the wrong word, but like, we need to start spending more. Um, for this program and we need to start cobbling up more money with boosters and donations and um, just wanting to spend like you need a sense of urgency to spend um, I think there just needs to be a sh- there needs to be a shift in that like we can't expect we can't keep expecting Doug Newth who's done a great job as uh, as an athletic director and hiring coaches we can't expect him to keep pulling a rabbit out of a hat but we also need to have Doug and company 
spend more. Just like you, you know, you. I I totally get where you're coming from. I like totally. there need there needs to be a some sort of a shift if you want to care about your football program. They may not care as much, which, I mean, I don't really know how to respond to that. But they might they might not care as much. So I mean, I don't I don't know. We're not in the room. We don't talk to them every day. Um, we don't talk to them at all. But like, if they really care, because this is like Jay Norvell leaving to an in conference opponent. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's it's and it's not Boise State. Right, it's not the top. It's not San Diego State. It's not to like. I mean, these co- head coaching jobs aren't even open. But like, it's not Cincinnati, right? It's not Memphis. It's not UCF. It's not these best like Group of Five programs. Is like this is to your, this is to a Colorado State team that went eleven and twenty nine over the last four years. I say it, eleven and twenty nine. They went three and nine last year. They lost their last six games, and guess what? We beat them by 42 points just over two weeks ago, or about two weeks ago. 42 points. And the coach that beat them by 42 points is now going to that school. That should, that in itself, financials and resources aside, and you and I will get into that in a little bit, that in itself should give, like, that should sound off a big alarm. That in itself. Because that just doesn't happen. And it's, if I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it might be the first time in Mountain West history that um, a head coaching, a head coach has gone to um, another job within the conference as a head coach. I, I think, think that's the first time. I'm not 100% sure. I've, I've seen that a little bit, but I can't. I think it's been confirmed that that was the case. There was like one or one of two. It's, okay. It's very right. rare. I mean, it, it did I, happen with Nevada um, in 93, 94 with Jeff Horton. He was the coach in 93. He, um, the red defection over to UNLV in 94 through 98. UNLV stunk for like 95 through 98. So it's like, it's not like Horton did anything special at UNLV, but just the fact that that happened was pretty jarring. But, um, and it happened, I don't want to say it was in conference, but it happened like a couple other times in like, I think the 1920s and like 1940s or something like that. But, um, still, like, in in regards to the Mountain West, this is jarring and this is unprecedented, and this should sound off a big alarm. And do you want do you want to get into the re- like? W- we know it makes more sense when you look into the weeds why Jay left um, to Colorado State, the facilities, right? Colorado State, two hundred twenty million dollar stadium. They have an indoor practice facility, which Norvell has been opining for for years now. And it wasn't just Norvell; it was other coaches too in the past, um, especially with the, just the fire season that Nevada's had um, in the summer, in the late summertime. Having Nevada, to go to Stanford, right? Right, Nevada. Checking the air quality was, every time out. The last, and this is even before fire season. Just practicing at where we are elevation wise, you have to check where we are every <laughs> right. single morning to right. see if it's okay to practice. Let alone without the fire season coming into play. Right, which it and certainly well, it's did this year. Like. They had to cancel five straight practices, and guess what? They had to go to Stanford for two weeks. It wasn't they weren't going there to test out the grass at Stanford? They were going there for two weeks because they hadn't, they didn't, they couldn't practice, right? And this was before, like, right before the season started. So it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was like in June. This was in like August, right before the season started. So it was just like, 
I mean, that in itself was mayhem. Uh, I remember you and I talked about it. And I just want to bring up one thing, because you, you've mentioned it, how Newth, time after time, again, has... He's hit on he's hires. He's hit on hires. And now he's forced to do it again. And we're not expecting, like, I think Murray, Chris Murray brought it up, too, is like, can't expect this from him time in, time out. A part of me, just maybe to play devil's advocate, we obviously don't know the intricacies of how uh, well we are financially... And COVID obviously hit all of Division One athletics hard, especially for smaller mm-hmm. schools like us. And I know, you know, we had to take pay cuts, not just within coaching staff, but just straight up cuts within the athletic staff as a whole. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just hard to kind of wrap my head around, like, why Norvell was getting paid so much less. Like, I'm, I'm trying to – I know there were incentives in his deal. I know he got a raise on top of it. And to Norvell's credit, he got some of those incentives by, you know, beating I – I think you get one for beating – I have Beating Boise State beat, comes to mind. That one was on. I think that I mean, was an incentive. I mean, maybe, but also it's like just win benchmarks. I think getting the, like, six, seven, eight, when making a bowl game, those get you incentives, like, stuff like that. I'd have to look at his contract. I don't remember and, off the top of my head what incentives he got. Um, but, and, yes, he did get – like a decent amount of incentives. I think one of them was beating UNLV. And that um, that's the thing that I want to I give yeah. Newth the benefit of the doubt of is it's a lot harder than it looks probably. If it, we could, right. if we had right. the funds potentially, maybe we could do it. But it's just crazy to see because, like you said, take away the talent, how poorly Colorado State has performed. Look at the facilities. Right. Look at the $220 million football stadium. Look at the indoor facilities. They have the resources in place to put something together. I think that's where we need to get if right. we really want to be looked at as a legit Division One school sometimes because, you know, we may be at a disadvantage sometimes geographically. Mm-hmm. It's not like a huge place to want to come visit. Reno has some well, limitations at some points, but if you're like – I think the campus is beautiful, do. so it's like I don't – I mean, I don't think coaches are going to factor into it too much um, where we're at geographically, but like Tahoe – Tahoe people, skiing. People like Tahoe. Hiking, I mean, like not like, saying coaches be like, oh, Tahoe, like I want to go to Nevada. Like, but like it's 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 certainly right. It there. amounts it has to its, something. It has its versatility for sure. It's just one of the things to where like we aren't we're already kind of at a disadvantage being where we are. So that's the one thing I was trying to wrap my head around is holy moly, it's just like Yeah, it's a lot less from what he was getting paid and you know, credit Norvell for making the move, if that makes sense. And it doesn't surprise me um, because, I mean, Steve Adazio, who was their head coach, he he wasn't good. He went 4-12 and in two years. Um, former head coach at Temple and Boston College, and he decides to come to the West Coast, and just that just was really just bad from the jump. I mean, I know they had the COVID-shortened 2020 season. Um, I think they only played, like, four games. They went 1-3, and three, and then, of course, 3-9 this last year. But, like... He was getting paid. He was going to get paid one point six million next year. So it doesn't surprise me. The final number was Norvell got a five-year, nine million dollar deal. Um, that's one point eight per year plus a boatload of incentives. Um, his assistant pool is three million bucks. There, it was. That's it was one point six million when he was here. So that's nearly double that. I mean, that I think that three millions atop the conference by a pretty decent margin too. Colorado State per year, or at least this last year, not 
actually not this most recent season, but like two seasons ago when the numbers were like last reported, they invested over $26 million into that football program, which is most in the Mountain West. Nevada invests like 10 and a half, which is like the third lowest in the Mountain West. Um, or at least these, those are like approximate, but like that's two and a half times more than what Nevada invests. Like it makes it easier for Nevada to one, build a staff, um, to get recruits there because he's going to be getting the facilities and the resources. Like you have the Inford practice facility. You're able to practice. Um, you have the, uh, this nice new stadium that was built a few years ago. Um, and so you're able to attract more recruits in that sense. Nevada, it's more of an uphill battle with that. Um, and so this having the additional resource, I mean, that's not, those aren't the only two things that Norvell benefits from, but like it helps having the additional resources and the additional money um, and the commitment to build a more sustainable football program, which. Colorado State hasn't had in quite some time, actually. But um, it's more of an uphill climb for Nevada, and that's why that's why I'm saying there needs to be a shift. I mean, it's hard it's hard to cobble up the funds when you don't spend a lot on the program to begin with, um, and you don't generate a whole lot of revenue. Um, but you have to put like money aside somewhere, right? Like to at least build the indoor practice facility. I mean, like they get the two million dollar buyout from Norvell. Like, are they gonna? put some or most or all of that money into uh, building a new practice facility? Are they going to go like, are they going to do that and then go uh, cheaper with the coach again? Like, I don't, I don't know their thinking, um, but like, like now that coaches across the nation have seen this or if they've been following it, it's certainly going to, it sh- at least it should come up in the interview process. Like, Hey, what about that practice facility that you guys don't have or indoor practice facility that you guys don't have like what about what about the lack of resources that you guys have what about the lack of uh maybe commitment that you guys have what about that and it wasn't i don't know if that was a question that was brought up in past interviews but it certainly should at least should i don't know if it will but at least it should come up now when um assistants or other head coaches either at the FCS or in a group of five conference, want to come to Nevada. It's a, it's a tough look right now. It really it's, is. It is a it tough is. look. And this couldn't have come at a tougher time. Mm-hmm. Just with the future of our program, recruits, you're already seeing some of them decommit, Yep. go along with Norvell. And credit Norvell because he really attacked the Southern California region pretty hard. Got a lot of talent out of there. and Vacaville? Vac- <laughs> who, who comes out of Vacaville? <laughs> Kid by the name of uh, uh, Carson Straw. You ever heard of him? Uh, maybe. I, yeah. Potential. You know. Talton. That... Brandon Talton. So it's it's building that back up again, and that is a huge. That is a whole other infrastructure that needs to be put in place when the man in charge gets hired, and that's just this is just a big impact on our program. Comes at a really tough time, and uh, for the upcoming bowl game, it's going to be really weird because yeah, that's I mean be at really this weird. point, it's not reported and it's not. Um, it's not confirmed, but it seems in all likelihood Strong's not going to play. He, for good I, have reason. No, I don't think he was going to play beforehand, before this news even broke. I so. don't even, I have no idea. So I, I don't, I, I, if I were to take my guess, I would agree with you. I don't think he's 
going to play, but I don't know. And it's just it's just tough. I know like we're talking about Norvell in the brightest light possible because I think you and I both, you know, knowing him through pressers and sitting down with him for interviews. He's a great person. He's a great leader. He's a great leader. He's such a good dude. He is a he's tremendous, a tremendous dude. person. I know on the flip side, you know, he's hasn't made the most of what you could argue is the most talent mm-hmm. in the conference the past two years. This year was such a disappointment. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's always been an inability to win the big game. You know, you date it back to San Jose State last year. You blow, you know, blowing a 20-7 two- to seven lead. And, like, I think they scored, I think it was 20-7. to seven. And they scored, uh, like, 20 unanswered or something like that, yeah. And then, you know, the, the two games here, SDSU. I mean, that was, Air I mean, Force. these I know, are just tough. I know, like, they, these are just tough. We, Two-point gut-wrenching losses, but losses nonetheless. Correct. But at the same time, you know, what he brings to a program is valuable in a lot of ways from a character and X's and O standpoint and him getting that entire staff there. I really think Colorado State they're gonna be nailed good, it man. on the head because their recent turntables, I would say, of just hiring coaches in and out just hasn't been able to find the right fit. It seems like Norvell, once you give him the opportunity to kind of set his roots – he really does a good job of kind of building mm-hmm. a home and building an infrastructure to build around. And with these added resources, you know, the potential could be through the roof for this program if everything comes together. So I'm looking forward to mm-hmm. that. For Nevada right now, obviously it's an unknown. Uh, we this don't ain't know. great. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I really, if the funds are in place, I think this is a clear indication of it's got to go towards the football program. It's been your most successful run program, arguably, I mean, last well, I mean, two years. Must. I'm saying the last just two years. Oh, right oh, okay. oh, yeah. Right. It right. hasn't touched. Nothing's been at our peak since. Must, yeah. Nevada men's basketball, 2016 through 2018, 19. Yeah. So, but just where we are currently right now, it just more needs to go into it if it's there, obviously. And Newth once again has more on his plate, and just looking out for what he does. I mean, this is a tough position to be in, but it's also a tough pill to swallow and a reality check for where we are right now. Right, reality check. That's that's a great word that you used um, because it is a reality check. <laughs> um, maybe this was the ceiling that Norvell had with this program. Maybe, maybe eight wins was the ultimate ceiling. Um, and... There was Chris Murray did report that Nevada was trying to go to seven figures, um, and I don't I have I don't know if that was the best we can do offer. Um, maybe it was. Maybe maybe like one point one million one point one million whatever the reported figure was. Um, maybe that was the best they can do, and they just knew they couldn't get Norvell back. Um, because of the one point eight million that Colorado State had plus facilities and and like maybe 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 this just was the ceiling. I mean, yeah, you and I did have high hopes coming into the year. Um and those two gut wrenching losses at the end of the season were like it took the wind out of your steals, but then you beat the team that Norville's now going to by forty two points. And uh he's now there. <laughs> so Yeah, it's gonna be weird seeing him in green. I never, because right now Colorado State's still a basketball school. 
first and foremost when I think of Colorado State. Right. They're played. all they're off to a humming nine and zero start. They are killing. Um. They and yeah. David Roddy is. He's remarkable. a god. David Gotti, please. We're cutting that. Um. Isaiah Stevens. <laughs> uh. Isaiah, do you have anything more to add to that? No. No, no. Yeah, Colorado State's off to a a humming 9-0 start. Um, Nevada's at 4-4 in men's basketball. But, like, you're right. It it is more of a basketball school now. Um, But one thing you can argue for that program is letting the seeds grow once again. It's another good example of just— For football or basketball? Basketball for Colorado State is putting the infrastructure in place and the funds and, you know, seeing it where it takes you. And right now, it's really blossoming into something— so, you know, maybe that'll translate to their football program. It's a lot to soak in. It is. It's a. It's been. I don't a think it's time. still settled in for me yet. It still hasn't. I. I don't. I. It's just. I've seen the videos on the Colorado State football Twitter page. One um, where Norvell's in the locker room talking to the players, him getting emotional while talking to the players. I did watch. I couldn't help but watch the back half of his introductory press conference. Um. I don't think it's it's weird. It's it's more weird than anything. Um, I mean, yes, it is like I'm not frustrated. I'm trying to speak for like the fans. Um, but like it is it should be like for the Reno community, it should be very frustrating um that this happened. Um I again, I'm still going to say I think the athletic department should be a little bit embarrassed. I don't mind saying it. I'll say it again, and I'll say it again. Um, I'll say it ten times over. Like, this is embarrassing for the athletic department. Um, and maybe on the bright side, on the bright side, we're little, well, let's look at the bright side of things. Again, maybe this was the ceiling. Maybe this is like a the, the start of a change. Maybe there is a change within how they spend money for the football program. If they do, because in past years, I didn't even talk about this before Novell even got here. The most a coach I think ever made from what I, to my knowledge was Brian Poling in 20, I think 16 when he was making, or no, 2015, I believe when he was making $585,000. And so Norvell's $625,000 was the peak of that. Um, and Norvell, when Norvell originally signed with Nevada, he was making $400,000 a year which is $225,000 less than what he was making this last year, plus incentives. And so we're, we weren't forking a lot of money over to, the, over to the head coaches, or we haven't forked a lot of money to the head coaches at the Nevada Wolfpack. We just haven't. Or the administration hasn't. I'm not going to say we, but the administration hasn't. Um, if you want, again, I'm... Back to my original point. If you want long-term success, like more not even maybe non, not even long-term success, just winning Mountain West titles, or even getting in the running for Mountain West House. If you want to can sustain that success, you're going to have to pay a coach more than six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, and I don't think that's even a question. That's going to have to be in your second seven figures. It's going to have to be. That's just the the fact of the matter. That's the reality. Um, I don't know if this next coach is going to get paid seven figures. Um, I don't even know who this next coach is going to be, let alone how much he's going to get paid. 
Um, we can talk about that in a little bit, but this is like it's an, it looks it's a bad look. It's a bad look. Point blank. Period. End of story. It's a bad look. Um, we wish they. We wish Jay the best success. I'm at Colorado State. It's gonna suck because guess what? Colorado State is coming to Mackey. Oh my gosh! Next I forgot year. about that. Um, How do you think the uh, response is gonna be? I think it. I think there's gonna be a mix of boos and cheers. Um, I think be, people just like to boo. When, it'll be like, half ever, the like, stadium. So whenever, like, whenever, like. Like a new, like when you, like, you know, how you see it in like professional sports, how like a player goes to another team and the player's like a really good player. And it's like that reception, usually it's like a mix of like cheers and boos. Unless if you're LeBron going back to Cleveland in his first year with Miami, then you just get rained with boos. But that's, and that's besides the point. Um, I think, yeah, I think Norvell, I think a lot of people in the community did appreciate what Norvell did. I still, I, I think that some are a little bit angry at, him for his comments yesterday that you and I can talk about um, in his introductory presser, but he, which he wasn't wrong in, by the way. Um, but I, I do think it's going to be a mix. What do you think? Yeah, I think it'll be a mix. I mean... I think people just boo to boo. I sometimes. think they do, too. It's, it is what it is. I don't think there will be that many people there to begin with, so... Do we... Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, jokes aside, do we... Do you really believe that? Yeah. You really don't think people want to come back and like just because it's Norvell? Maybe a little bit, but I mean that's it's one of the things that fair. It's been been a problem. It's been a problem. You know, it's kind of been the elephant in the room in a way. Um, just lack of fan support, lack of student athlete, uh, student athlete. I'm sorry, lack of fanfare. It's been weird because I've seen some pictures. It'll be like the game's going on. It'll be like this is the line outside of Mackey, and it's like. <laughs> ridiculously long i i don't know if that's like i don't know if that's true i haven't really put i haven't put much thought or like put my invest investigative goggles on you really need to do it next it. year no, i'm just kidding um <laughs> just really find out for myself <laughs> <laughs> not even here i'll just I'm just yeah um yeah you gotta like send like i don't know one of your assistants or out here just being like hey go investigate this nevada football line outside of the stadium an hour before kickoff. Let's just see how long it is. Count everyone to see who's going. Tell Kelsey. Um, yeah, it might not be a lot of people. But I th I think there's going to be a pretty big packed out. I mean, heck, I'm going. I'm going. I want to I would. That's a game that I think Nevada fans should circle. If you're going to circle one game, circle that game. Um also, thank goodness Nevada just has a bad non-conference schedule outside of Iowa next year. Um, I think they've—I don't have a list in front of me, but they play like Incarnate Wood. Um, oh, we got oh that, that's who it is. we got New Mexico State and then Texas State. So we got New Mexico State, Texas State, and Incarnate Wood um, on our non-conference along with Iowa, and so. That should be three and one, right? Am I? There's still talent on the roster. I think that's there. There's talent on the roster. Um, Lockhart, Horton. Um, who knows? But also, like with the new coach that comes in, like who knows if he doesn't bring like transfers over or whatever. Like it's unfair to like give an assumption on how this football team is going to be next year. 
Um, I, I think you and I both agree that it's certainly not on its way up. Um, but I think that was going to be with, be, to begin with, with that, with or without Norvell. Oh, for sure. For just sure. Losing, you know, basically have almost all of our, but there's good, but there's going to be like, there's going to be transfers who I, I'd be more surprised if transfers didn't transfer to Colorado state or at least transfer out. Um, and so maybe Horton or Lockhart or one of players on the out, like maybe they move, decide to move on or someone from the defensive side. Um, Nevada can bring back, I think, most of its secondary next year. Um, but I think Burdale is one of them that they can't bring back. But anyways, like, I still think there's going to be, like, I think there's going to be players that transfers out, but I also think there's going to be players that transfer in just based on who the new, who, who the new coach is. So it's unfair to make an assumption, I think, about how good this team's going to be next year until we get, like, the full weeds. But, like, we should go 3-1 and one in non-conference, right? With New Mexico State, so. Texas State, and Incarnate Wood. And then, I mean, well, of course we're going to beat uh, Iowa, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, we're going to we'll be losing. We're going we're to lose to Incarnate Wood beat Iowa. That's how, I'm just kidding. That's how we do things, but. Um, also, I it, uh, how low scoring is that game going to be? Because Iowa's not, offense stinks. Maybe but like, it's also Iowa against yeah. a Mountain West team. I'm so. still thinking like 31 to 3. Oh, it's a, that's a little harsh. That's harsh. That's Isaiah, a little harsh, I say. You deserve a timeout. I'm just kidding. In the box. <laughs> Two minutes for bad shows. Um, I have a question for you. I'm not going to ask you who Nevada is going to hire, but I'll give you – do they? Do you think they hire someone from – do you think they hire a head coach from an FCS program? Do you think they hire someone with head coaching experience um, at the FBS level, whether it be group of five or power five? Um, do you think – they hire an assistant from a group of five or power five team. If you were to put, if you were to get, if you were to like, if you were to pick one, essentially, I was going to say bet money, but we're not going to do that. If you're just going to pick one, which do you think is the most likely? Just given, yeah, I, is or an assistant from an a uh, from an FCS program. I mean, if you want to do that, or I'd, someone from in house. Just given, news background. I think he takes another deep look into another maybe FCS assistant looking for his first head coaching gig. I, I The one thing that puts me in concern with that is the immediacy right now, like where we are when Norvell's departure happened. We kind of need someone quick. So that kind of makes me lean on someone maybe with a little more experience at a head coaching job. But I if I had to just like, Throw it out there. I I don't know any names. I'm gonna say that first and foremost. But going you with you haven't done your homework. Well, I'm oh heck no. I'm disappointed. All right, I, no. Next, <laughs> get it next next attendee. No, I'm just kidding. But um, I would just say, I I definitely would say another FCS assistant looking for his first head coaching gig, just based off the fact where we are. I think that would or FBS assistant or that'd FBS probably, for that point. Probably more ideal than an FCS assistant. So that would be one of the things where I would go, just kind of give a news track record. I don't know if he stirs the magic in the pot again and finds another one of those talents or he, you know, he kind of goes a different route, but maybe that kind of fits because where we are right now, like you said, it's not the most optimistic outlook. So trying to give that head coaching job to someone who's, Kind of like looking forward in the first place could be kind of beneficial. Maybe maybe have some outlook on it and yeah. 
I think it'll be someone with head coaching experience, but I do, in my gut, believe it'll be someone from the FCS. I see. It kind of aligns with it, just how immediate the but immediate need for the one, my The one part of my brain, sorry to interrupt, the one part of my brain that, um, that that's pushing back on that thought is just given what's happened, right? They know they can't get away with that anymore. Or not get away with it, but like I think there might be a little bit. I have a feeling there's going to be a little bit more of a sense of urgency to be like, all right, we gotta, we gotta pay this next coach. I don't know, eight hundred k, nine hundred k a year. So that might be an FBS assistant, which Norvell was. Um, that might be like another, maybe potential like court, like yeah, maybe someone who's like had a coordinator job at an. Uh, at an FBS school. I mean, that's an assistant, so I'm, I'm just repeating myself now. Um, that might be like a lower level, like group of five head coach that we just didn't expect to be hired. Um, or that could be a, a very acclaimed FCS coach. But I, I do believe that like if you're going to pay more money, it's probably going to be for a bigger name. And I think that's maybe what we have to do. We kind of saw it with Alford. I know the, the Musselman departure was... A lot more catastrophic in a way. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before you hit on it, what do you think? What do you think hurt the Wolfpack community more? Oh, Muscleman, Muscleman, or Norvell? Mus. It's not even close. I did a story, literally minutes after, asking fans about Mus's departure. Got some pretty crazy quotes from it. That people was, aren't happy here, right now. It's not even to me. It doesn't even come close. Yeah, I just thought. With the must departure, it was just a lot more catastrophic, especially with the way things went down. You talked to some Nevada fans, and they weren't happy with the way um, Musselman left the program. Yeah, he's not. Norvell's not photoshopping pictures. And doing the Omahogs on the chest. I know people, you know, really took that to heart. I thought it created a lot more controversy, so I'm going to go with must. I think it's pretty easily if I had to. Easily. I, oh yeah. I think it's a little bit closer. Um, for me personally, it was Mus. Um, you know you know how I feel about Mus. Must must I mean I and I'm also saying that more from a fan perspective because the three of the four years that he was here, um I was I was I wasn't a student at the university, I was in high school. And so that that it brought me to him more as a fan than as like someone who's like in the media trying to cover him. Um, like Musk was my guy. Uh, but like Norvell, like I think, cause I think, I just think the Colorado state factor, like it's, it's different. Like I would say it wouldn't be close if Norvell went to a power five program. Um, I just think it's, a. I don't think it's as sour because like so many fans and like people like I think the players love obviously love Norvell, but also at the same time, like I think the fans have directed their anger more to the administration than Norvell himself and understand why Norvell left. But like even when Musk left, I mean, I think it hurt. I, I do agree. I think it hurt more because Nevada was like a nationally ranked program. Um, and so that brought a little bit more sour to it. And of course, like the last. Like the like the last like ten games of uh, Mus's last year was just a complete debacle. I remember like the Jordan Caroline thing that happened. I'm um, at Utah State. Um, them 
not being able to them losing to San Diego State yet again um, in the Mountain West tournament, them getting uh, beat by Florida beat by in the Flor- first round of the NCAA tournament. So it's like I think that was a little bit more sour, and then him like abruptly leaving for two and a half million at Arkansas, although it was ex- like kind of expected that he would leave to a Power Five team. Him leaving just in that kind of fashion, I think hurt Nevada the Wolfpack community more. Um, but I think this hurts the Wolfpack community more because they're. But I think their anger is more directed at the administration. Yeah. Yeah, and well, it's well warranted as we went in depth on. Just sad days and Wolf back down. A couple candidates that I like. A couple candidates that I like. I'm just going to give you a list of some that are off the top of my head. If if one of these hit, we're going to... One of them, one of, one of them I, I just, I liked watching his offense when he was at USC, and that's Graham Harrell. Um, he he brings more of that air raid. Um, from what I from what I can remember, it was more uh, up tempo than what I mean. Nevada did up the tempo a little bit this last year, but like I just I don't know. I I like the feeling of just continuing that air raid, trying to bring in more recruits. Graham Harrow has the name, right? He's a, he was a young assistant at USC. Um, he played under Mike Leach um, when he was at Texas Tech. Like if you remember, like the Michael Crabtree catch against Texas, like. Graham Harrell was that quarterback then. Um, I think it was in 07, something like that. Um, but, like, he does he does have that, like, kind of a little bit of a name recognition. Again, it's from USC. He has that recruiting tie in Southern California where he coached. Um, and so maybe he could potentially bring some juice and um, recruits over to uh, Nevada. Another one, um, I think Chris mentioned this, mentioned this guy as one of his top candidates. Um, was Jay Hill. If you want to stay on the J train, um, you go get Jay Hill at Weber State. <laughs> um, he had success at Weber State. I mean, they weren't that good last year. They went, I think, six and five over this last year, but they had, I think, four consecutive one-loss seasons over at uh, Weber State. Um, stop laughing at me. <laughs> um, and if I think... I want to say he was a defensive-minded coach a little bit when he was at Weber State, but I'm not 100% sure on that. I'm not. I remember when they came, I think in 2018 to play, they competed well with us. Um, and so I, I think he would be a good candidate if another one, your favorite, this would be your favorite candidate, um, Matt Entz, because he, he, he well, he's at North Dakota State. And you're just laughing at me right now. I don't really don't appreciate it. But um, he was at North Dakota State. He, he's he's the he's the ideal Isaiah. Let's run the ball and get the heck out of here type of coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think Matt. That's a big, <laughs> I mean, okay, and North Dakota State like they have a track record of being like super successful. Um, I don't think Justin Fuente, sorry, Nevada fans, I don't think he's coming. I don't think Tom Herman's coming. Um, it'd be really funny if Ed Ogeron came. Don't yeah, I say, do you know how to make some gumbo? Go like, pack. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know how to make gumbo? I don't... No, but I bet Brian Kelly does now. No, oh, man. <laughs> Maybe. Um, at least I hope so. Um, by the way, what'd you think about his just completely fake southern <laughs> so weird. it was so just weird. completely fake southern accent do you think ed ogeron is going to develop like a nevada accent if he ever came here like just he just starts talking kind of normally yeah um funny. just go pack 
Yeah, just go pack. Not, I, I'm not even going to try to do an impression. You already tried yours. It was uh, a D minus. Um, it'd also be really funny if, like, I mean, it's not going to happen, but, like, what if Nevada just completely went away from, like, the, I mean, I was just thinking about this because, like, I watch a lot of, or I don't watch a lot of, but, like, there's a healthy amount of Army football that goes on in my house. Uh, go Army, beat Navy this week, by the way. December 11th at noon. Be there. Um, but, like, what if they just hired, like, like Paul Johnson just comes out of retirement. He's just like, yeah, we're just going to run the triple option here. <laughs> Nevada. Before you even go, be there. Beware. You didn't even say, like, oh, be, oh, okay. be at the Hennepin household or, like, No, beware. I think it's in. Be there. Just... It might be in MetLife. I'm not sure, though. Be there. Yeah, be there. Um, just be there. Or just right. be in front of your TV. How about that? Be there. Um, yeah, go Army, beat Navy. They're just like, yeah, we're just going to... We, we were in the air raid attack over the last four years or five years. Now let's just go to, like, just, just triple, triple option. option. Yeah. Hey, Air Force, move over. <laughs> move along. Um, but, like, in all seriousness, I think... I think Ents would be good. I don't know if he would come. I don't know jay hill but it's also tough because it's like we don't know the the interview process is like we're not in the room interviewing these guys um, i'm sure there's candidates that uh that might not have been like rumored to come or that candidates that we just might not know about that um flourish in that interview process so it's a little bit difficult but you're just trying to get them on that like, i think I, th I think his name is dante williams um who was the interim coach at usc this last year um, he was a part of he was Nevada's defensive quality coach um, in 2010 when Alt was here. Um, he's apparently one of the top recruiters in the entire nation. I think he would potentially be a good candidate despite going three and five with USC. I mean, I know it's I know recruiting and head coaching both will be a little bit different at Nevada than it would be at USC. Um, so we of course have to factor in all of that when we talk about these candidates because it's like you hear the, you hear candidate so-and-so is a good recruiter or a good coach or whatever but it's like all right they're doing it at this program and not at nevada i think it's a little bit different depending on where you come from at nevada than it is at um an fcs program or a highly acclaimed fcs program compared to um, a mountain west program or if you're coming from a power five stage a power five school compared to nevada i mean just the recruiting and the head coaching is just going to be a little bit different of course we talked about um the lack of resources at nevada has compared to other Mountain West schools. I mean, I think they're one of like five teams without an indoor practice facility, but like the other teams are like UNLV, Hawaii, like teams that you don't really need to worry about having an indoor practice facility because they're in such nice weather anyways. I don't really think it matters that much, but then again, you get teams like Utah State, Boise State, Colorado State, like they all have indoor practice facilities and for good reason. Nevada's plagued by fire. Or like the fire seasons in Northern California, and it oh, was yeah. especially this last year. Last year was this like the biggest example of that, um, over the last several years, and I think that's just a rising question that's going to be asked, or that's uh, like when a candidate thinks about coming here, I think he's going to have to factor that in. Um, and there needs to be like a complete buy-in, I think, from the administration as we talked about before. Um, but like those are just some names that I that I can think of. Um, I don't know. I don't think they're going to stay in-house. I mean, I know. I think it was Gabe Sewell who said, keep Tala, like, just just keep him. Um, I don't know if they have, like, I don't know if they can wait until December 27th or after December 27th to make that decision. Because it's like, National Signing Day is the 15th, man. Like, we're in the middle of an early signing period. It's urgent. And, and so it's like, I mean, there is another one in January, I believe, like mid to late January. But, like, we still need to get this recruiting 
class locked up, especially since we're losing candidates. And, of, of course, bringing in a new coach sooner rather than later will help get that because there's going to be transfers from that program where that coach came from, potentially, to transfer over to Nevada. And there's also going to be recruits who are going to be like, oh, that coach. Like, that's a good coach. Oh, let's, let's, if they're offering me, let's go there. Like, that's going to factor into all of this. Um, and so I think getting a coach sooner rather than later is important. Um, I do think I don't I don't this is theorizing a little bit, but like they may want to do it just just out of like all right, we're we're in a we're like we're getting bad headlines right now. Like let's hire this coach or let's hire like the best or like this best our best guy um right now instead of waiting four or five days additional due. I think it will be done by the fifteenth. Um, which is, by the way, is in a week. So. Crazy. It's urgent, though. I see where you're coming from. And by the way, we know, Isaiah and I just know that the name of the new head coach is going to be dropped like right after this drop. Of course it is. Yeah. So. And then um, another emergency pod is on the way. Yeah. Um, is that? I think we touched all bases. This is just weird, man. This is just weird. Jay Norvell going to college. This is just weird. It's going to take some getting used to. Like, I I don't know if I will get used to it. This is just, this is just weird. I don't, this is a bad, this is a bad comparison. Objectively bad comparison. That's going to come out of my mouth. Oh, no. But it feels like, not a bad, it just feels like, when you know when you look at old pictures of Nick Saban? And he was at LSU instead of Alabama. Like, that's what it, like, when we look back on this in 15 years, I mean, I know, I don't think Jay Norvell is going to be there for, I don't know. He's not going to be there for 30 plus years or whatever. Um, but he, he might only be there, be at Colorado State for five. But like, it just feels like, like he's going to have a good amount of success. Not like Nick Saban level success, obviously. But like it, I don't know, it just feels like I I don't I'm not even sure why I brought that up now. But yeah, I'm not sure why you. Brought it just that it up. reminds me of like another like in conference move. Okay. D minus for the comparison. It might be an F. I yeah, it was, yeah, it was bad. It was. Can but. I give you an F minus on your just a one up you? On oh, my on my impression. Yeah. Yeah. Do, was, you, are, was... you have a chance to redeem yourself. Say go pack in an Ed Ojean voice. Go back. Now okay, that's that, an A. That wasn't. Now no, that's, that's an A. Not, that's not an A. That's. Not an a. That's not an A. That's not an A. That was not bad. That, that was, was much good. Be- that, that was, was much a good better. One. I got the throw on that one. That yeah yeah, that was much better. That was a years worth of phlegm just building up for that moment. That was much better. I'll give you a B minus. You know what? I respect that. Okay. I respect that. Thank you. I don't know how I'm gonna redeem myself. <laughs> you can't. Oh, I can. I just gave you a chance. Why can't I get a chance? Let's but I'd see. have to figure out what it. What Another. chance I like get, or like what I'm gonna redeem myself with? Hmm. Um, I can't come up with another comparison. I'm sorry. It's all good. I'm gonna, uh, just for that. Hey, but because it's unprecedented, man. Yeah. There is no Mountain West in conference moves. Just I, have for to, that. I have to think outside the box. Which D. is, I'll give you a D. It's a passing grade at least. You can get your diploma. I mean, well, for like a journalism class, passing grade C because it's a major. Yeah. Can't go that so. far. You're gonna have to take a winter semester. Ah, dang it. Um, anything else? No, sir. So, Jay Norvell officially going to Colorado State. Um, the news of the day, news of the week, uh, news of the month. If 
By the way, what a bad month it was for Nevada athletics, just losing losing those games, having the disappointment, and then having your coach go into a team that you beat by 42 points. Um, thank you for listening. Give us a five-star rating, like, and subscribe. Uh, see you guys next week.